Welcome. This is two OGs, two old guys. We are now serving you episode five titled Wins and Losses, Quitters and Losers. First, I want to take a moment to welcome you all to the real world. Yes, the real world. The real world. Sounds, you know, like if you're if you're of a certain age, you'd. When you first hear that, you probably think I'm referring to a, a, a TV show. Yeah, a television show called The Real World. Man, talk about irony, huh? <laughs> like even if we were to judge by today's metrics, where basically everybody got little baby encyclopedias like like right in the palm of y'all hands. All the information right there. Right in your hand. All you got to do is look at it. You know, I, I can remember the days when... When if you actually wanted to learn something... Or perhaps get information... That... That wasn't readily available to you you had to actually go to the library yeah sometimes you did yeah you had to actually go to the library use the Dewey Decimal system to find information Especially if uh, your family didn't have um, actual encyclopedias in your home. That was the thing. Like the actual encyclopedia, the actual books, volumes. Like if if y'all didn't have those, then it was to the library you go. So the question begs where's the competition? And I think I, I genuinely think the moment that they failed y'all and when I say y'all I mean like the younger generation and I'm saying they not us but they because if I had my choice it never would have went down like this, but I'm not they. 
you know, I'm us. But the moment they failed y'all is is actually when they, you know, when they took competition out of out of schools. Whenever that happened, you know, whenever that transpired, when they took that out of the equation, you know, one once they started giving uh them uh participation trophies, you know. I remember my pops used to say there's no such thing as second place. You're just the first motherfucker to finish last. Right? Ain't no second place. You either win or you lose. Right? That's life. That's life. You know, once they start giving out them little uh, cert- certificates, you know, them, them little paper awards for showing up. Just for showing up because because you participated. You know, the the writing was on the wall right then. It's, it's a learning curve involved in the competition itself. You learn just by competing. You learn. You learn the level of commitment and discipline it takes to compete in the first place. You learn what it takes to separate you from everyone else that's also competing. Right? It builds character and fortitude. Perseverance, gumption, gall, all the things that are necessary requirements in a leader. A leader of people. You know, that's. That's that's definitely necessary. It's required. And it's not something that can be taught. You learn it by competing. You see, no one wants to talk about the truth. Nobody. What's the truth? What's the truth that no one wants to talk about? Hmm. Let's think. This is where I need Jeopardy music right here. Be beautiful. Be perfect. I ain't there yet, though. So just bear with me. So what's the truth? The truth is they set y'all up for failure. Failure. 
They set y'all up to fail. The truth is, in the real world, it's about wins and losses. That's all it's about. Either you winning or you losing. Either you're a winner or you're a loser. No one cares how sad your story is. Nobody cares. In the real world, in the real world, there are no edits. None. There's no edit button. Okay? There is no undo or delete without saving. Are you sure? Button. Not in the real world. Because in the real world, you have to deal with your shit. You have to. Right? Or eventually, eventually, it'll deal with you. It will. That's a fact. Life is like a track meet. It's like a track me think about that life is like a track me which place you trying to finish which place if time is steadily passing you by where are you trying to sit to see it hmm or you trying to participate. You trying to have a window seat? Or you flying coach? In life. In life. I'm just asking. I'm asking. I'm curious. Because people tell me, people will tell me, people have told me. I've had these conversations. People have told me that the only thing that matters is to give it your all. To do your best, man. That's all you gotta do. Give it everything. If you don't get the fuck out of here with that fucking bullshit... The only thing that matters in the real world is winning. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters. If you're not winning, you're losing. Period. Period. With the T on the end of it. 
This is this the real world. Reality. No matter how it makes you feel, that's the only reason I'm here. It's to tell you how it is. I don't care how it makes you feel. It don't matter to me. It really doesn't. I got to say what it is. I mean... So, okay, well, think about it. What what happens if you do your best? You know, you, you give it your all and you still lose. What the fuck that mean? What it mean then? I mean, you could, I, I could like analyze that like, uh, so if, if in fact I did my best, I know I did my best, I know I gave it my all, but I still lost. So, does that mean, was that actually my best? Did I indeed give him my all? Like, I don't know. It sounds confusing to me. Like, that would confuse me. And there's absolutely no way I would say or accept from any of my children... What happens? What happens? Just, yeah, let, let me let me give that a thought. If I was to preach to my kids, the only thing that matters is that they give it, do their best, and give it their all. So, what happens when they go into the real world and they give it their all, or? do their best and I'm not and I'm not there to tell them it's okay when they lose like seriously how have I prepared them to deal with the reality of the real world how you know I feel like what I've actually done, what I would have actually done, is characterly crippled them. <laughs> characterly, yeah. I think that's that's probably going to be a Brianism. Characterly cripple. That's that's some shit I made up. I had to. I had to. Because when you lose. When you fail, you learn more than you do by winning. It builds character. So, essentially, by asserting wins and losses and not accepting failure, that's the key. Not accepting failure as a natural occurrence for you or for anyone else, you cannot build character. I mean, you you experience a wide range of natural human emotions when you lose. And I feel like you need those to become great. You need that feeling about how much it took how painful it was. You can remember it vividly. You need those to become great, right? 
to build average people or to inspire someone to do something greater than they initially thought to be cool with finishing second or work diligently to ascend to greater heights. Excuse me. You you know how they have those um what's them damn lectures called? They have those they have those uh TED talks. Right? Yeah, they they have those little you know, people that make a difference or whatever, they get up in front of people and lecture them, you know, somewhat. I guess I'm oversimplifying, you know, what a TED Talk is, but um, but I have something that I'm probably going to qualify as like the opposite of what a TED Talk would be, and it would be a tough talk. That's what I want to have. I want to have a tough talk. I want to have a tough talk with y'all. And this is a tough talk right here because of my philosophy on quitters and losers. Okay? And mind you, mind you, I believe in tough love. I do wholeheartedly. I do wholeheartedly. And, and definitely would enforce it, uh, probably even if it meant the detriment uh, uh, to my marriage, of my marriage. Seriously. You know, most times, most of the times, especially if you live long enough, and perhaps, you know, well, not perhaps, but most likely you weren't born to any type of prominence. You will definitely be confronted with obstacles you must overcome at some point along the way. At some point, there's going to be periods of substantial darkness where anxiety-fueled emotions and panic states could cause quitters and losers to make irrational, selfish, and permanent decisions to temporary problems. Selfish and permanent decisions to Temporary problems. These are generational occurrences. Specific to these days and times because 
most need to feel instant gratification. Instantly, they want to be gratified. They need instant results. Even even with marginal efforts and little to no discipline, instant gratification. You know, so needless to say, I'm I'm definitely not the parent that's going to feed into my child or any child's emotional, generational, characterly crippled behavior. Won't do it. Come on. Just can't. No matter how bad you think you have it, in fact, someone has it worse. Right? Your life after 18 is in your hands. You can do what you want. You're free to win, to lose, to quit, to be a loser, to be whatever you want to be. You just can't blame it on me. You can't. And I refuse to raise kids up to be the best versions of themselves and also be the least damaged as I can manage. As I can manage only for you to grow up in a 30 years old codependent passive aggressive participation trophy I did my best but you didn't hug me enough dad it's not happening so You know, I feel guilty, fathers. Your life is what you make it, win or lose. Quitter or loser. The real world gonna keep spinning with or without you.